All right. Good morning, Monday Hanyaks. Good Monday morning, Hanyaks. All right. We got that right. Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, where you are, however you are. Dang it. Can't say that. That's Colin Cowherd's thing. I'm a freaking little thief over here. I hear stuff and I just repeat it. I'm like a parrot. This is stupid. I have to come up with my own thing. Hope you're doing well today. That's what I'll say, right? That's generic enough. Anyways, <laughs> a little piece of motivation to start uh, your week off. Woke up this morning, um, had this thought and realization. I said, you know, you can either let your Monday work you or you can work your Monday and make it the best Monday possible, all right? Uh, people struggle with Mondays. It's just a cultural thing. Oh, Mondays, right? Well, here I'm going to tell you to do the Viking way and take Monday by the horns and you're going to wrangle it. You're going to work this Monday out, all right? How I started working my Monday out was I literally went and worked out. I got up, got to the gym, did a nice hard workout to get things going on the right note. So if, and if maybe your Monday hasn't started out great, well, wrangle it in, figure it out. I believe in you. So anyways, got a, maybe a lighthearted show, lighter show today. The Shane saga continues. We're going to jump in Shane's back seat. That's what we're calling it right now. We're going to go back on the drive with Shane. And yes, I know you just, because I just can't not do it. And I even condensed it down to the highlights, but kind of the whole thing was just a highlight reel. So we're going to start off today with a few, <laughs> a few of the snapbacks from Shane as this saga continues. Uh, I'm still waiting. I've heard from him and you'll hear it, uh, what he thinks about this segment, but <laughs> Uh, I want to hear from you guys whether you like this segment, whether the audio is too trash and I should just relay the information. But to me, it's best from the horse's or in this case, the geezer's mouth. And it's just it's his delivery. He's a comedian. He does. You don't even know it, Shane. You're a comedian. All right. And your delivery is just too spot on. I can't match it. I can't even pretend to recreate it. And it's too funny. But on that note, if you want to join the snapback gang, sorry, the snapback horde, Another variation of the Hanya chord, uh, Gusbus35. Go add me and maybe even send me a message. I don't know if you can do that on Instagram, but on uh, or, or sorry on Snapchat, but maybe do it on Instagram or something and let me know. Hey, I added you because I got back on Snapchat and I have like 45 friend requests and half of them I don't recognize or know, and some of them are like I mean they're from years ago because I've been on an Instagram hiatus for like five years. So. Uh, if it's a new friend request, uh, you might just want to let me know and I can add you. And if you want to be in that Hanya chord group where you can share your feedback there and we can all enjoy it as a whole. And then I don't have to embarrass you and play it on the podcast, but people can just see it for themselves, right? See if that's even an avenue or if everyone's already moved on to something else, which I think most people have. But hey, we're going to keep doing this. So that's what we're leading off with today. And we're going to start with his... What we're getting is is at the time. This is his live reaction to uh, hearing himself on the podcast for the first time. Oh man, just started this thing, this episode. I I, I paused. I haven't heard you said you're <laughs> gonna play something. Oh man, don't do this. Too don't, late. Don't start this. Too late. I advise against it. Well. Shane, I appreciate your advice and your feedback because you—that is something you are excelling at. You are surpassing most everyone else in, and so I'll commend you for your feedback. And I want to take your notion to heart, and then I'm going to blatantly ignore it as a Hanyak would, as the head Hanyak. And I'm still going to, pro- at least for now, include this stuff until every, until enough of the horde say stop. We don't like it. But uh, so yeah, that was the first impression. But 
that's that's not all. It doesn't stop there. Let's go to the next segment. All right, seven minutes in, and the audio quality of me, my audio quality is garbage. I don't even know what mic is. Is it using my car mic? It's garbage. Most likely garbage. your car mic. Does a test. Either way, it's bad. Don't use don't use my thing. Too late. It's bad, dude. No one wants to hear this. It's bad. Sounds like I'm it's like recording with a toaster. It's bad. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It is pretty horrible, uh, but I had to at least try it out, right, and hear what the people want. And you saying don't use this, it is such garbage. I mean, I'm usually a stickler, stickler for audio quality, but I think the comedic value here outweighs the crappy audio quality. Plus, the thing that I will say that you as a listener won't get from this is I was watching. He was moving his head around his car, yelling at different parts of his car, and that, that goes on too. But um, sorry, Shane. Uh, we're doing this, at least for now. So unless, yeah, we'll see. But uh, don't worry. Does it in there? We've got more. Let's hear what comes next. All right, that's another test. <laughs> is that a microphone? Where's, <laughs> I don't know where the microphone is on this car. Is it in the steering wheel? I wish you guys could have seen this. It's microphones in the steering wheel. It's got to be this little thing up here. Does it scratch it? Like, can you hear that? Can you hear this? So... That one clearly was a lot more visual, but I think just hearing hearing the process, hearing him work this out, now, just like he became obsessed with the rules for the pick any three people to hang out with, he became obsessed with just tracking down this microphone, which I can appreciate. He cares, but this is, the saga goes on and this turns into a giant microphone search and it is just too good. So I'm just going to let this continue. So I totally could have just uh, listened to the video after I was done, or the snap, and not sent it to test that audio, but I, but I decided to send it anyway. I don't think it's a thing. Riding that lightning. That. Is it the phone? What if I set it like way over here? He Can set his phone in the back seat. Now? Is it quieter now? I'm gonna just keep talking, 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 and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how where the microphone is in this car. It's clearly it kind of driving me crazy now. Is clearly. it in the steering wheel? Hello. Hello. Nope. I probably look like an insane person to yep. everybody, to this person stop right next to me. You know it. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. Okay, Shane, I got to know. Did you find your microphone? So, listeners don't know, but I snapped you back and told you where my microphones are in my car. And it's typically, to my knowledge, it's like in the center where your sunglasses holder and your dome lights are. At least in my truck and my Subaru. That's where there's a little, little notch and it says MIC, Mike, right there, right in the center. Um, some do have it in the steering wheel. I don't think yours is, but man, uh, what, what, what a journey. Am I right? Well, don't worry, but wait, there's more. One, one little more segment tidbit. So, uh, but that was incredible. I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to that. And I think, I think, I think that is reason to continue. Uh, uh, joining, going on the drive with Shane or Shane's backseat, whatever we want to call it. I still got to hear what what are the ideas people, but uh, there's one more tiny baby segment uh, real quick. And then we'll close out the drive with Shane. And uh, yeah, I totally forgot to uh, do the top three. I still don't know who they are. I don't know. I'll get back to you. This was then... This was separate from those original snaps he was referring to. He still hasn't figured out 
the three people, any of the three people that he would want to hang out or meet dead or alive, minus Jesus, they'll speak the same language. It doesn't have to be that specific person. If you want to meet this, the unknown person who did the Rosetta stone or invented whatever thing that's all there, even after clarifying the rules. Um, so Shane, two things. Did you find your microphone on your car? Where is it? I want to know. Uh, cause I'm curious. Was it where I thought it would be? Uh, <laughs> this has turned into a whole thing now. It's turned into a whole thing. And I love it. And then secondly, uh, if you don't give me your three people soon, you've had days and days to think about this. Uh, I'm going to pick them for you. I'm going to give my best guess as to what your three people would be. Likewise, uh, everyone else, send me in. Your th- send in snapback, DM on Instagram, voice memo through the de- link in the description. That is always there. I want to hear what three people would you want to meet slash hang out with, we'll say for a day, and uh dead or alive you they wouldn't be a zombie you you know it's it's no crazy rules that we've already dealt with with shane but shane thank you for that wonderful wonderful uh way to start our monday uh joining the drive with you and 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 getting getting to laugh a little bit i enjoyed it i hope the people enjoyed it i know the audio quality is uh beyond subpar it's like (laughs) It's like when you take the gentleman's, the gentleman's eight on, on the golf course where you, you, you're, you're just botching the hole and you just gentleman's eight, gentleman's eight. That's what we're, that's what we're going to take. Right. Um, that's essentially what that audio quality is, but I don't mind so much and I'm able to snip it down to only, so we don't have to sit there and listen to the whole thing. Uh, do you guys like how I mix in my commentary? Do you like, do you, do you just want to hear, hear it straight through? Cause it's, it's a laugh fest. I'll tell you that much. So. Uh, Shane, thank you for being our resident commuting comedian. Appreciate that. Uh, we're going to keep this rolling, bud, and keep the snapbacks coming. But remember to add me on Snapchat, any and all of the above. I've got big, big news here, folks. Big, big news. So if you recall, a week, maybe two ago, I came across a street side, street corner mattress sale that uh, obviously is very sketchy, right? But uh, it's probably deals you're not going to find anywhere else. Killer deals, right? But it may have bed bugs, monkeypox, COVID, all of the above. Shouldn't have said that magic word. This is probably going to get labeled by an algorithm now. Dang it. Uh, you name it. Could be in this mattress. Or it could be the best steal of your life, right? That's a risk you run. And I just thought, you know, of all the roadside stands, up until then, the craziest thing I'd seen was golf clubs. But it's on a well-known corner where people sell all sorts of random crap. Flags, fruit, depending on the time of year. And so I was like, a golf club. Mattresses by far takes the cake, right? And I was wondering, is this a one-time thing? Is this a regular thing? What's, what's the protocol here, right? Well, my wife and I were going out on an adventure somewhere through Houston, and we go by this corner, I mean, a, almost for 95% of the things that we're going to do. Because it's right by the highway, right by the off-ramp, uh, where, we get, where our, the, our main road that we live off of <clears throat> meets the highway that we use to either go north or south. It's beside the point. Mattress man was back. White, unmarked box truck with some mattresses unloaded. They didn't have the tent this time, so I wonder if it was the same people. And it seemed to be only one or two people, so maybe maybe it's a different mattress dude. Maybe maybe they rotate. It's like, hey, this is my weekend for this corner. I don't know, but it was on a Saturday, so I, I was shocked. I was blown away. I was like, yo, mattress guy is back. And uh, once again, I'm still dealing with the thought of... 
what would it take? What kind of place would I have to be in to consider buying that mattress? And I honestly don't know. I can't tell you. It's hard to say, really, really. Uh, what kind of place would you be in to really consider being like, well, we need a mattress and hit street side mattress stand. Uh, it's like the farmer's market, but mattresses instead of fresh farm produce that's organic and maybe a little bit more expensive. You're getting killer deals on something that is definitely questionable. That is definitely maybe possibly stolen from hotel rooms or something or recycled from hotel rooms, right? It's one of my favorite bits by Jim Gaffigan. He's like, you couldn't sell a used mat. You couldn't give your negos. You couldn't pay someone to take your used mattress yet. You'll pay a hundred bucks a night to sleep on one in a hotel that God knows what has been done on it. And I'm just like, it's so true. That's so true. So funny, right? We'll, we'll, we'll pay to stay places, but it's like you sleep on a mattress once done for. You can't sell that. You could maybe give it away to someone at best, but yeah, roadside, it's a regular thing apparently. So here in Houston, it's like, look, you can, on Saturdays, you got your options of, you can go hit the farmer's market, get some produce, get some meat, whatever. You can go, I don't know, go, go, go to the beach or you could go. And a part of that routine, you could make going to the, the box truck mattress sale on the street corner. I love it. I, I freaking love it. Uh, if you go check Instagram with the post of this episode, I'll, I'll put the picture that I got. And so you can see it's one of the mattresses is leaned up against the, the street light post, the base of the street. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Where does this, who gets the idea? Who's like, you know what? You know what we could do with this mattress? Let's just go hit the street corner. People need mattresses, right? <laughs> I, I just want to know, do you sell any? How much are they being sold for? What, what are the size? Are they memory foam? What is going on? Maybe they're buying them off of Amazon and like just marking them up. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like an overstock thing. I, I, am, I am endlessly curious here. So uh, question, question to you folks today. What would it take for you to consider purchasing a mattress from the roadside mattress gang. All right. What, what I can't conceive of. I would literally probably have to be like homeless. My house just burned down. And so I don't have, I, 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 you know, I've lost everything and it's like, I just need something. But even at that point, I would still probably just go get a cheap mattress from the mattress store. Like these things would have to be like 50 bucks for me to be. And I just put it on the ground, lay on it right there. Um, they're cause they're in the, they're in, plastic wrap so it's not going to get dirty but like yeah it'd have to be like 50 bucks and i would just have to be willing to take that risk or just assume it's wrapped in or just vacuum seal it in plastic to trap whatever possible diseases <laughs> or things are, are are on that mattress because who knows where it can i just i just as a business model i don't think it's it's a winning one i don't I don't, maybe in the right areas, but maybe there's something I'm missing too. So, okay. In other news, random news, JJ Watt, uh, felt like it made, you know, the, the beast, the monster, the lineman, he got to feel like a wimp for one, maybe the first time in his life. Uh, I guess he's out in Arizona. He went in his bathroom. There's a little baby rattlesnake. So he took to Twitter. He called a snake guy. And in this article, they jokingly say, you know, he could probably handle, he could probably take on a bear because he basically is a bear. <laughs> and this is, this is JJ's take. He goes, I call this guy. He comes out to the house, takes a look at it, and he just picks it up with his bare hands. 
And he goes, ah, that's not a rattlesnake. It's a long nose snake, completely harmless. And then he left. So if you ever want to feel like a wimp, that's a way to do it. And look, snakes, spiders. I saw one. I was like, are those markings? I don't know. I smashed it. I didn't even give it a chance. Right. But it's, it's the category of animal that can like just most 95% of the ones you're going to encounter are totally harmless. But then there's that 5%, that 1% maybe even where it's like, that's a black widow. That's a rattlesnake. That's like bite you, kill you type stuff, you know? And so on one hand, it's like, look, I get it. I, I definitely can understand. Like, oh crap, snake, watch out. What are you going to do? Right. Um, so first of all, just watching some base, it's really not that hard to kind of wrangle a snake. I mean, you can use a bucket, you can use a towel, something like that. Maybe get some thick gloves on. Um, but, and you can kind of, you know, you see people kind of grab by the tail, but you need to remember. So snake wrangling, you grab by the tail. They can, it's hard for them because you can kind of whip them, but you can, if you get the end of the tail, they can reach around and, and bite you still. The place, the key place that you want to try and pin them down is right behind their head. If you get right behind their head, they can't wiggle around. They can't reach back and get you. So you get like a stick, a br- like a broom stick or something like that, um, broom handle, something. And you could maybe, you know, so once again, you got the towel option, you got so many different things to kind of mitigate, put layers between you if you don't know. Um, and, and at least get it trapped, get it cornered, and you can call someone out to properly get rid of it. Uh, if you haven't seen that video, I'll see if I can put the link in the description. If you get a hold of the tail and you, you feel like you can manage this, you can always whip it like a whip and it'll crack its neck and kill it. That's a wicked cool video. They literally take it and they just whip it like a whip and it, whoop, pop, and it snaps their neck because fun fact, when you whip a whip at that crack at the end is technically the end of the whip breaking the sound barrier. And... Uh, so that's one way you can do it, right? But really pinning it behind the head um, or covering it with towel slash bucket, that's a good way you can get an angle on it. Um, but snakes are lightning fast. When they strike, they, they coil up, coil up. And when they strike, they bop, they go really fast. So another big, big thing to do, and you can do this casually, but just learning how to basic identification skills with snakes in terms of what's venomous, what's not, because people always say poisonous. Poisonous means you ingest venom is injected into your veins. And that's what snakes are. So they're actually venomous. This is going to be your snake lesson for this Monday. And so, so so they're venomous. And typically it's a, I think they say a diamond, but are like a very triangular shaped head is what to look for. And that can tell you whether they're venomous, right? Now it can be hard. You can't get in close and be like, is that shape? Is that shape? So just look up like rattlesnake versus like bull snake, garter snake, long nose snake, and just go look at that casually. If you're in an area where there might be snakes and that can help you identify, obviously rattlesnakes can be identified by their rattling, but you know, there are snakes that may look similar. So those are some of your tips and tricks. I am no snake expert. I've just dealt with them enough. And I actually really like snakes. I've, you know, my family has had pet snakes for my entire life and they're super duper cool ball pythons. They just, and they're cold blooded. And so they go to warm and they'll just wrap around you and sit there. I had a six foot boa constrictor at one point too, that was um, donated. My dad being a veterinarian, a lot of animals, people can't take care of them. So they donate them to my dad. So we've had a lot of cool animals. One of those being a six foot long boa constrictor that you could just drape over yourself and it wouldn't kill you. The key and people think, Oh, but it might kill you. Right. If you keep your snakes well fed and you don't let them get hungry, then they won't do anything like that. When snakes typically, if they feel threatened because you're being crazy doing drastic movements or, 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 or they feel harmed or threatened, they might do that. But if, if you stay calm 
and you keep them fed, you don't let them get hungry and stay hungry, which snakes don't eat that often. I think it's like once a week or twice a month, something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head, like not very often. Um, you can, and that's also really cool to watch. Then as long then then you're not really at risk. Now there's still always a little bit of inherent risk, so you need to have maybe a plan in place if something like that starts to happen. But yeah, that's kind of how you can deal with snakes. So uh, JJ Watt, if you happen to listen to this segment, let me just tell you those are some pro tips for you of just learn how to identify basic signs of snakes, whether they could be venomous or harmless, and then also just some basic techniques, right? And, and if you see that, if it's in the corner, obviously maybe try and isolate it there. And if you don't have, like, go put on some jeans and boots. If, if you want to take full precautions, right, go put on a long sleeve flannel or a jacket, and you could get some, like, if you have some rubber gloves, that would work. Or if you have some, like, heavy-duty work gloves, that would work. Um, get a, get a heavy duty junk towel, a bucket, like a, a stick or a broom handle or some mop handle, something like that to kind of pin it down and you can take care of it from there. Right? So yeah, fun, fun snake, snake interaction tips and techniques. Okay. Obviously you can do it heated and call a guy out there who's an expert and come handle it yourself or come he, and he can handle it for you. So that's, that would be the, the absolute safest option, but, uh, you you could if you're worried about maybe how much that could cost then you could go another direction with it but yeah I've never had I've always been terrified of you hear stories from like Australia and places like that where the snake is in the toilet and someone sits on the toilet and like gets butt it gets butt gets bit on the butt by like a snake snakes in the toilet whole there is never more a more vulnerable time and then on your butt, the thing that you have to sit on all the time and use, and it's like anyone who's ever injured their tailbone, it is miserable until that thing recovers because it hurts to sit down. And guess what? You sit down a lot. <laughs> and so it just hurts constantly, right? Same goes for snake in the toilet. Like, I, oh man, I, I have no serious, like, I'm not like terrified of snakes really for, for, I am almost more afraid of spiders just because I don't know much about them. But I mean, I just smash those. and. But snake in the toilet, oh, I, I can't even, you know, I obviously want to say like, I would just move out. Plenty of people just move out. I don't know if I'd move out, but I would definitely start flushing bleach down the toilet uh, on the reg. To, so any snake that wants to try and live down there just dies. <laughs> Something, you know, snake poison, whatever. Got to make sure the dogs don't drink out of the toilet then because sometimes they like to do that. So, all right, moving on to final story of the day. Talks heat up, this is from the Daily Wire, talks heat up over Brittany Griner swap for Russian terrorists as Griner team appeals drug conviction in Russia. So I've maybe mentioned this in passing once. I don't have super duper strong opinions. Like I'm not one like, good riddance, she hates America and she should stay over there. You know, this is what she gets for trash talking America and the national anthem. I'm not doing that, right? And, um, I'm also not doing like, we need to do everything, send in SEAL Team 6. Like, this is a weird middle ground, right? She went over there. And of course, then some people are using this as a talking point. We should play our, pay our WNBA players more. And it's like, we, we pay them, we pay them good. And yeah, we play the comparison game, but you have to understand that WNBA is, is a subsidized league by the NBA. Meaning the NBA does well enough. It can prop up this league that definitely doesn't make any money, at least for how it operates. And that definitely <laughs> um, is operating more as like a charity than than an actual like business in terms of like oh it makes money i don't believe the WNBA makes money you can show me the financials but it just doesn't right and and so i don't i don't have a case for that because 
plenty of people don't get into the NBA that were good enough basketball players. And guess what? They have to go live a normal life. And I see it as this way. It's like, you're getting to play the sport you love for a living. And so there's some complications and it's like, you're not making the millions of dollars. And so living comfortably, but if you're making 50, 80, 150, 250, 500,000, but you just look at it in comparison, it's like, you're making a living wage to play a game that you love, at least for a, a decade longer or more than, than most people will ever get to do. And so to me, you're still a little bit of an, an elite special privileged class in that sense. And so you should really hedge yourself a little bit and before you, before you start whining and complaining about stuff. I'm not saying you, should always, you shouldn't always seeking to be improving. But anyways, that's beside the point, right? So we see this whole situation with classic Russia move. This is the way that I see it. She's over there and she has her hushy. And so she's over there. Oh, the point being that whole rant was based upon because apparently she was over there playing freelancing, playing in a league over there to make money in the off season, which power to you. It does suck that you have to do that. But I mean, that's just the nature of things, right? Um, but has the little hashish oil cartridges and it's the whole, I didn't know, I didn't realize, please ignorance. And in this article is saying, you know, I was in a hurry and I didn't even realize the cartridges were in there. And look, I'm trying to be as generous as possible. At the same time, these kind of mistakes, little oversights, are a big deal internationally. And depending on what country you're in, it can be a big freaking deal. And we see that here. And we see, oh, perfect. It's right at the time that they're in the middle of war. And she's an American. And so now Russia's going to use this as a tool. To, 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 and leverage, right? Because we want our citizens back. Obviously I'm going to sit here and tell you, like, I don't believe she should serve nine years in a, in a Russian prison. I it's, it's, a, it's a give take, right? Like on one hand, I'm like, come on, you gotta, you gotta absolutely be sure. On the other hand, I'm like, this is also very much just a political ploy by a, a country that we're historically at odds with. And so it makes sense. It sucks that that happened to you. Uh, right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, she shouldn't come back. It's like, no, let's get her back. Let's get her back within reason. We don't want to start an all out war over you. Um, you are definitely, I would say, just partially a political prisoner. And then here's where you lose me. Apparently, the talks that have begun for this exchange is for a guy who was one of the foremost weapons dealer for people or selling to people to specifically target Americans and do harm to Americans and the U.S. WNBA star who had a few hashish cartridges for um, worldwide arms dealer who specifically is dealing arms to people who want to target American citizens. That sounds like a fair trade. It's like, what? That'd be like, that'd be like trading LeBron James for a G League player. You don't do that. It'd be like, oh, Lakers are like, nah, we're going to, we're going to trade away. It's a straight trade. One-to-one. We won't add any picks, you know, LeBron for random G league player. No, 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 no. Here's, here's the rub, right? But at the same time, I think optically Russia has a little bit of leverage on us and on, and, but no, the answer, the short answer to that is no, that is too egregious. That is too wackadoo. Excuse me? Oh man, I might as well walk up and be like, hey, I've got this clunker 98 Honda Civic that's falling apart with 350,000 miles. I go into the dealer, I'm like, um, you guys are struggling to sell cars right now and need inventory, so I'll trade this in if you give me brand new F-150. 
uh, platinum, all the packages, right? The dealer would laugh me out of the room. And that's what we should be doing to them is say, absolutely not. We'll give you random low level Russian person, or we could just say, no, that's no deal. Give her, give her back. This was an honest mistake. You don't want to, what we need to do is we need to buck up and say, don't test us, Russia. Don't test us. Release her. Let him go. And apparently there's this Marine guy who got charged with espionage. who has been in the Russian prison. He's a part of this deal. And so I'm like, okay, that's a little. So we got an ex-Marine who's, I don't know how long he's been over there. And so we're, we're getting there a little bit. I realize I got a couple of maybe because in, in some sense, it's like we, we, we want to get anybody who's back. But I also think, what if this was random, random average Joe, you or me, right? And we, we get, and we're, we're coming back from Russia and we accidentally are going to whatever she was trying to leave. And we have our hashish oil cartridges. We get caught with them and they try and charge us, right? I mean, it might make the local news um, through our, in where we live, through our family and our community. And there might be a tiny push. But you're not going to see this, right? And so I, I also think about it from that standpoint, right? If this was an average person, this would by no means be happening. But they unfortunately got kind of a big name person. And of course, it's going to be politically divisive in how people talk about it, right? Both sides here. And I'm just saying, let's get her back, but let's do it for a reasonable deal. Let's not give up this guy. So yeah, Russian terrorist. And it says, according to the Times, talks about exchanging Griner for the Russian terrorists are becoming more open. Excuse me? Excuse? What? No. What? Oh my gosh, right? He is one of, they describe this guy as one of the world's most prolific arms dealers. He's a candidate. Are you kidding me? Who got caught? He aimed to sell those weapons to terrorists for the purpose of killing Americans. No. Short answer. No. We want Griner back because you shouldn't be here. Cause here's the bigger point, right? No matter your personal feelings on her, like I don't care for her politically and her saying like, we don't even need the national anthem in our, in our games. That's just what I like. Stop the anti-American rhetoric needs to, needs to chill out. We're just going to destroy ourselves from within, right? We can have a reasonable two things can be true at once. I can sit here and say, this is an amazing country. Look at what it's done for people, not just here, but across the world. And people flock here to, to make, to make a way for themselves, make a name for themselves. And at the same time say, look, every country has its problems and every society has its problems and we should work on those and have a serious, reasonable conversation about it. Right? So that can be said, but we shouldn't just, <laughs> so no matter your feelings about her, you shouldn't, we need, you need to try and put those aside and look at this from this standpoint. An American gets maybe even rightfully caught in this situation, but now is, is trying to be overly punished, nine years in prison for this is ridiculous, right? But it's obviously a, a diplomatic political ploy on their part. And we should look at this. We should not let that fly because classic scenario of people, here's, here's my thinking on it, right? We let this fly and we exchange a high level terrorist for a low level detainee uh, in, in terms of Brittany Griner for a low level thing. What, what are we going to see? M Americans at abroad now are you're putting all these other Americans, any American and not, I'm not just talking high profile ones, but it helps if you're high profile because the Joe Blows won't get as much attention. Anyone who goes abroad now is, is at heightened risk. 
if they if they go to a certain place of you know that's maybe a little bit hostile like on one hand i don't know when she went to russia and when that timed in with their invasion of ukraine but for me if i was her if, as soon as they invade ukraine i'm probably leaving and i don't know if that's what she tried to do so uh if you do know i'm like i'm not super tracking the situation but you have you you I hope they don't do this because if they do, it's going to like, okay, maybe there's already a risk because you're seen as a rich American. And so if you make one wrong move in a potentially, you know, at odds country or a country where there's tensions between us, boom, you could find yourself in jail. Right. But now that's even heightened. If, if this goes through, right, we have to, we have to put our foot down and say, give her back. We are not going to play these dumb games. You can demand the world. You're not going to get the world. You can get a random Joe Blow Russian prisoner we have, but you're not getting a terrorist, especially this one. You're going to give them back or we're going to have problems. And I get people saying, oh, you're threatening nuclear war. I'm not threatening nuclear war. Here's the thing is because we haven't seen nuclear wars because that's mutually assured destruction and nobody really wants to go there. And, and yeah, Putin may be crazy and may be dying of some disease, but it doesn't really matter. All in all, I think this is absolutely insane that we would consider trading... <laughs> a trade like this in any i'm using sports analogies because i'm used to but sports cars whatever any deal ever this is a bad deal that you shouldn't make and if you're willing to make bad deals then people are because you're a bad negotiator people are going to come and take advantage of that so you shouldn't do that and it may suck because it's like well Brittany, it's going to take a little bit longer than we thought right um but it's a nuanced situation is what i'll say but i saw that I wasn't really planning on covering that, but I saw that come up today on the front page of Daily Wire, and I'll put the link in the description down below, and I just said, hold on, what is going on? We've got to talk about this, but anyways, that'll do it for me today. Hope you have a wonderful Monday. Um, If it hasn't been wonderful so far, don't worry. It's just the beginning of the week. You can make it better. Go do something hard. Tell me about the hard thing that you did, whether it's going to the gym, working out, stretching, um, getting, taking a cold shower, which I've started doing now as best I can, but um, don't let your Monday work you. You go work your Monday. Uh, let me know about the snapbacks. Add me on Snapchat. Maybe send a message as well. Shane, you're welcome. Um, this is going to continue for now. On the Drive with Shane is a great segment. I think the people love. As far as I can tell, look, no news is good news, right? So the people are, if people are more likely to leave reviews and to give feedback when it's negative than when it's positive, the, the threshold, we know that scientifically the threshold is much lower, meaning if you have a bad experience, you're more likely then to go leave a bad review than if you just have a normal good experience, then you are to leave a good review of that place. So the fact that more or less I'm getting radio silence on the, on the snapback saga that we're going through with, on, with, with um, joining Shane, Shane's Morning Drives, we're going to keep that coming. <laughs> but Shane, I need your three people. You have... Deadline deadline is, look, you got to get them to me this week. Otherwise, I'm going to guess your three people. And so figure it out. I might guess. And if not, I'm going to guess for you. And then you can let me know what you think of my guesses. But uh, once I guess, that's final, right? That's your three people. And you can give me your feedback, but it's done. That's your official answer. So uh, give me your answer. Anyone else, give me your your three people, uh, dead or alive, you'd want to meet. Um, we've already talked about the rules enough, so I don't need to hear it. Um, what hard stuff have you done or are you going to do this week? Uh, let me hear about it and um, because that's a part of staying mentally, emotionally, physically healthy, staying active. So I'm doing lots of hard stuff and I want to hear about your hard stuff that you're doing. So go like us on Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Make sure to go ahead and leave a review. Share this podcast. Let's grow the Hanyak Horde. 
You can leave me a voice memo. You can join, add me on Snapchat, GustaBus35. It's the Rambling Viking podcast on social medias. If you can email the show, it's ramblingviking at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the Hanya Accord. If you're new here, welcome to the Hanya Accord. Shane, keep those snapbacks coming, and we will see you right here next time. This is your head Hanyak, signing off.